0: From design, trends, and styles to modern materials and color, these are the building blocks for the future of commercial and residential interiors. This is Element Sessions, an Element Designs podcast.
1: Welcome to another episode of Element Sessions. I'm your host, Scott Sidway. Today, we're going to be talking about how distribution is changing and why it's important to look for distributors with online stores especially when considering who to buy a product from i mean it's it's important given the era we live in you know where brick and mortars are dying and online shopping is basically the norm And if distributors aren't looking at this, and even further into the future, they're probably going to fall behind. So let's dive right on in with Andrew Northrup. He's the president of Spokane Hardware Supply. Andrew, let's start with this. Now, you guys deal mostly with hardware, whereas a company like Amazon, they deal with just about everything. But I would imagine when talking about distribution, you've got to be looking at Amazon like it's the model and learning from them, right?
0: yeah absolutely and um you know i think that it's important to i i kind of look at where i think amazon's eventually going with these distribution centers and it it almost returns back to a brick and mortar model they have all their inventory of all the diverse products right in everybody's backyards and i think that it's important um, we realize it as a true omni-channel distributor with a showroom um, outside sales reps um, as well as our internet presence that, that internet presence can also help drive traffic in the local area and, and bring people into your store. People still like at the end of the day, to touch and feel hardware. Um, and, and so, you know, yeah, Amazon has everything. Um, and it, kind of almost comes full circle, I think at the end of of the day with their one day delivery. So, um, you know, we've, we've looked at and contemplated about adding our products, being a partner for our vendors to load products onto Amazon. And, you know, I, I, I don't know where they get all their data, but I see the Amazon basic products being launched um, every day, cabinet hardware, um, functional door locks for uh, insanely low price points. And I think at the end of the day, that doesn't do anybody in the distribution channel any good and there's still room to invest in quality products.
1: It's interesting because you said with hardware, people like to physically touch and see their products. How difficult does it make it given what you're working with when it comes to <laughs> you know this online distribution?
0: Yeah, it's it's extremely difficult. Um, we do everything we can to properly represent the products and our, our vendors' visions, um, uh, how we want the, the end user to understand the product and the brand, but um, you know, it's, it's a tough deal. It's trying to shoot video, have content, um, product descriptions. Um, you know, we want to have ro- robust return policies within reason to be able to try and get it in consumers' hands.
1: Yeah. I was going to say about with the return policy, cause I'm you know, I'm obviously I love online shopping myself, but there are certain things like I can't buy clothes online. I'm an awkward size. Like my, I'm between extra <laughs> large double XL. My shoes go back and forth between sizes. Yeah. So I never know what to buy. So how important is that robust return policy when it comes to, you know, meeting what current trends are with this online distribution?
0: Extremely. Um, you know, the consumer's expectations are past the retail realm. They're They're diving into the business to business realm, you know. The decision makers are the retail users that are uh, very adoptive of those of policies, and and they come to expect them. So, it's a huge deal. It's and it, it's a huge cost for the distribution chain. So, it, how do we deal with that? It's it's out there to deal with. So, right. I don't know that answer.
1: <laughs> right now, now how now question? How do you balance looking at the competition, like Amazon or Wayfair's? More or less, you know, the guidance and and seeing what they're doing as kind of a model and actually compete with them. or how do you do what they do and and make it better?
0: I think for us at the end of the day, it's <clears throat> it's really looking at our our customers and what they want. And you know for for me as a as the business owner, I look at our customers as our vendor partners and who they're trying to get their products to. And so if we listen and look at those two, most importantly, uh, we're going to make the right decisions, and we try and be aware of what's going on on the sidelines with the bigger guys, Wayfair and Amazon, um, and the marketplaces, and just continue to be a better partner for our vendors. Um, and I think that's where we really fit in.
1: How much how important is it to stay not just on the curve but ahead of the curve when it comes to those those big players like Amazon and Wayfair? Given that you know they're responsible for you know, I hate to put it so bluntly, but putting a lot of people out of business.
0: You have to be embracing of every new technology as small as the return is now. You don't know where that technology or where that investment is going to go in five and 10 years. And so for us, we've tried to, you know, surround ourselves with a real knowledgeable team um, that's constantly questioning the way we're doing things and saying, well, if that hasn't been reviewed or we haven't really uh, reevaluated that process as a company in some time, uh, there should be a reason to, to do it now. And, and, it, and we might stick with the same exact approach that we're taking now, but uh, we need to make sure that it's correct and fresh for where the industry so. is going.
1: That, is that something that's changed? over the year like i imagine like the the way this technology has changed in the last decade or so seems like it's been a, a st- like fast like a rocket ship like boom it's taken off with this online distribution or is this something you know as long as you've been the president that you've kind of always had to deal with and it's just kind of a different bear to tackle
0: so it's a recent position for me in the last 2 years but i've worked for the company for 18 so um, you know we've been exposed thankfully because of our online store um, to a little bit more stuff than I think a regular brick and mortar or a traditional showroom would be probably 10 15 years ago that's the case now all the distributors and showrooms they've got young strong talent um, they're looking at new things but yeah it's it's really important you know we want to be able to text message our customers when their order is ready and'll call um, and deliver them the service that you know they the next generation is becoming accustomed to
1: yeah that's I think that communication is an underrated and underappreciated part of this so how important or how much do you prioritize that aspect of it because you know, a customer wants to know where's what's the status of the order you know is, is this the right thing you know just the communication of it
0: uh, it's the communication is a big deal for sure
1: has that changed at all over the years let me ask you this has the product changed with the way the distribution has changed with this the the explosion of online distribution and having to adapt like i know with you it's it's interesting cuz it's hardware you said people like to physically see it i mean have you had to change things with the actual product or just adapt in terms of how you get it to them
0: just adapt in how we get it to them you know it's not just putting a picture on our website and expecting them to buy it it's trying to Give them more content, more understanding of the product before they're ready to make the purchase.
1: How about the uh, the marketing of it? I mean, does the, does this online trend does it affect how you market your product? I mean, I know websites yeah, obviously been around for, for a us, long time.
0: We were a little late to the game in in you know getting into real serious email marketing, um, and I'm kind of grateful for that because I don't think we're focused on just um, the sheer data and the numbers of the marketing platforms and programs we're really trying to focus on the content and who we're marketing to and being mindful of who's our end customer are we talking right now to a interior design firm in san francisco who's doing high-rise condos or are we talking to um, a small home um, shop that is uh, you know great on social media has a huge clientele but doesn't have any access to products and so you know, those conversations and, and what we're going to talk about to those customers are different. But, you know, we know at the end of the day, those are our clientele we're dealing with because we have the same clientele here in, in our local market with our showroom and our outside sales team working with builders, designers and architects. So we know our customer really well, and we're just trying not to uh, let the data drive uh, all that conversation in marketing while still being data mindful, if that makes sense.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I want to go back to something you said uh, a couple of minutes ago. You mentioned how we were talking about adapting and staying on top of the curve and whatnot, and you said you've always got a team, you know, looking at what works, what doesn't, what other what the Amazons and such are doing. I mean, what kind of things specifically as as a company that's really trying to embrace what you guys are, that, that really embrace this model and embrace this this method of distribution, what kind of things specifically are your teams bringing to you and saying, this is something we need to be doing, or this is something that doesn't work?
0: Uh, a lot of, a lot of AB testing happens on our website um, behind the scenes for any new feature or function that we roll out. Um, quite honestly, we've added three people to the team to really build it in the last uh, 18 months. So it's, it's mm-hmm. a, it's a, it's a new, new deal. And um, they're, they're really focused right now on, on, on our website and doing refreshes there and our email campaigns and really diving in and understanding our data while we're explaining to them who our customers really are. So we're, we're taking them out to visit our customers so they can get to know what uh, makes them tick. How uh, often are so, you
1: changing that website and, and changing little like tweaking things?
0: Uh, <laughs> the the, probably, la- the laughter probably means yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, <laughs> probably once a month I'd say Okay, uh, we're doing some kind of, Change. Now, the blog is, it... is, we've launched a blog that's been our most uh, uh, recent addition, really, to the site. Mm-hmm.
1: Now, you have to probably tread lightly because if you change, a lo- I mean, we're not talking wholesale changes, right? We're just talking little additions, little tweaks right. here and there. Because if you change too much, then you know yep. a consumer might be like, Whoa, what's going yep. on here? And yep. that, that might affect your product. Um, let me let me ask you this final question for you. What do you hope others, you know, that that are also in the same position as you? You know, they're they're in this marketplace where the Amazons and Wayfares are are setting the standard in terms of distribution. What would you hope that someone takes away from this conversation today in terms of just where this is all going? how to adapt to it and the best strategies.
0: I I think being true to your roots and and knowing uh, who you are and and what your strengths are at the end of the day and really, really just taking into account who your customers are and where they're wanting to be educated and put yourself there and you'll be just fine.
1: When you say where your customers are educated, what do you mean by that?
0: Our job as a distributor is to educate our our vendors' customers on the products first and foremost, and secondly, hopefully we'll make the sale. Uh, so are they educating themselves on Instagram or LinkedIn, Facebook? Do they walk in the showroom? What What's their process to learn and understand a product before they're comfortable buying it? And you just need to be there um, as much as you can, the ones that are important to you.
1: Well said. Well said. Well, thanks, Andrew, for the breakdown and the advice. I know it's something anyone who works with online distribution can take with them and apply to their everyday operations. That'll do it for this episode of Element Sessions with Spokane Hardware Supply President Andrew Northrup. Please, if you're enjoying the conversation, don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever it is that you get your podcasts. And please don't hesitate to share it on your social media pages and tell your friends about us. Until next time, I've been your host, Scott Sidway. This is Element Sessions.